Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, queens. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I, I don't know about y'all, because it's been a minute since I've been able to uh, jump on a prayer call. Well, I've been on them, but it's been a minute since I've been able to, to speak on a prayer call. So this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice. And be glad in him, okay? You are now rocking with Destiny Inspire and the Queen Council Empowerment and Prayer Calls. If you did not know, we meet with the Holy Spirit and partner with Jesus Christ himself every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm excited to be with you guys. I have not had a voice in about a week. Literally, literally this time last week I lost my voice. But to God be the glory. Listen, I'm not even going to hold y'all long today, but I will be holding y'all long the rest of the days per usual. But this morning, we're going to take it easy. We're going to speak with us at the Lord. So just prepare your hearts for what God wants to speak to you today. Prepare your mind for what God wants to open up. And if you have not told him good morning, tell the Holy Spirit good morning. Tell him, God, I love you. Say something sweet to him. Say something that can only come from your heart. Say something that only you yourself can tell God as he receives your worship, as he receives your praise. We've talked about it before, how to go to war with our worship, with our with our praise. Now, I want you to just go into love with him with your worship. I want you to go into God. I worship you simply because I love you. Whether you ever fight my battle or not, whether you ever do anything for me, God, because I love you, you deserve my worship. God, because I praise you, you deserve my hallelujah. God, if you never do another thing for me, God, you've already done enough. God, we give this call to you in the name of Jesus We give this call, God, to you, God. I give these queens to you, God, because they belong to you. And I thank you for placing them in my care. And Holy Spirit, speak through me. I'm just a vessel. But, God, you know all things, God, and you know what we need. So, God, we thank you, God. We love you, God. We honor you. Your girl is back. Thank you for my queens who have been standing the gap for me. Thank you, Queen Sherry who's been stepping in, um, all the other queens who have been doing the prayer calls, to God be the glory. Said, okay, okay. So I was I was in prayer. Um was it last night? I think last night. I was just in prayer and then God sent me to a scripture. He's given me the he's given me. Everybody got a word for twenty twenty three. But he's giving me my word, okay? My word, okay? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to share with you just yet, but he's given me what my word is. Those of you who know, who have been close to the prayer calls, know that December was my, is my month of, um, I call it all in, right? All in dedication to God. So if you've been trying to reach me on social media, I'm not, I don't see it, okay? All that pre-scheduled out content, uh, I don't see it. But um, I've been seeking God even more so uninterrupted in the month of December. And, baby, all I know is he speak back. So I'll, when God releases me, I'll be sharing that 
uh, the word he's given me personally, but also what I believe he is speaking to the queens of God in this next season, those who are applicable to the word, okay? You got to be an applicable participant. It's like school. Uh, there's prerequisites. There's classes that you would have had to already taken and you would have had to endured and stuck through and pass, whether you pass with a, I don't know if D is passing these days, whether you pass with a C or A, it don't matter. The fact that you passed it. So those of you who have passed certain tests with God, there is a season coming up for us, baby. And when he releases me, I'll go. Anyway, let me get into it because I thought we ain't going to be long and I'm already a DJ. Okay. Listen, so to the book of Joshua, first of all, the whole chapter of Joshua, I mean, the whole book itself is amazing, and I could not stop reading it. I've journeyed through um, really the whole end of it. i got to go back and reverse this part in the beginning. But the book of Joshua, um, let's do chapter 9. Oh, it's always hard to just – I envy those with a godly envy who can read a scripture and just go from there because the word is so good to me. It's hard for me to just read one chapter, one verse and run with it. I can. I can. Let's be clear. I can exegete a text. But, baby, when you get to reading the word of God and you pray that God... We have to pray that God gives us an understanding of his word. Otherwise, you're reading a dead letter. The Bible says the spirit quickeneth. If you're not quickened by the Holy Spirit and you ask God to open up your spiritual eyes and ears, you're literally reading a dead letter, the Bible says. So it don't make sense. It's not going to really hit you. God's not gonna, you're not really going to get revelation from it because you just read it like a storybook. So you have to pray before you read and ask God, Holy Spirit, open up my spiritual eyes and my spiritual understanding. My God, I Jesus, y'all. I feel Jesus. I kid you not. I'm not to. Who? Okay. 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 Okay, Destiny. Come on. Don't cut up on this call. You got a little bit of voice. You got a little bit of something. Come on now. Come on. Act right. Get it together. Okay, Destiny. All right, child. Joshua chapter 9. Huh, at least y'all know y'all got a queen who she about that word. Like, okay. Okay. Where do we want to start? <clears throat> So Joshua, first of all, was one of the greatest, one of the greatest military leaders in history. I didn't say in the Bible, y'all. I didn't say the Bible. Joshua was one of the greatest military leaders in history. You know, you read about Napoleon, you read about all these other people in, in the history books in school. No, 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 no. They may not talk about Joshua, but he was one of the greatest military leaders in history, okay? So let's start with that, okay? May the Lord make you one of the greatest of what he's called you to be. May he make you one of the greatest in whatever he has called you to be for his glory. All right, Joshua chapter 9. I don't got time to really give you a lot of context, but let's start at verse Three. So first of all, I'll give you a little bit. So you know how Moses was supposed to lead the children of Israel to the promised land. land. He took them out of Egypt from Pharaoh. God promised them land. Uh, it took them 40 years to get it. They disobeyed God. They got angry, upset. So the first generation got killed out. They never even saw it. The next generation 
was able to reap the promised land. Moses himself didn't even get to get to the promised land, right? He didn't get to go. He was disobedient to God. He let people cause him to make him angry, and he struck the rock when God told him to speak to the rock. So God said, because you did this, you will never see the promised land. Instead, he appointed Joshua. He told Joshua, Joshua is going to lead the people. Now, if you remember when it talks about the 12 spies, Joshua was one of the 12 spies. Only Joshua and Caleb are the ones who came back with a good report and said, hey, the land is good. We can take it. The other spies was like, nah, fam, there's giants over there. They too big. We look like grasshoppers. We can't take them. But it says Caleb and Joshua had an excellent spirit. They was like, nah, we can take it. This is the same Joshua who is now the military leader, the one that they wanted to kill because he was like, we can take it. We can do it. And they was like, you lying? And no. And the people started murmuring, complaining. The same Joshua that they wanted to kill is now the one that has to lead their children because, mind you, they died. Because they did not believe God's promises, because they did not believe what already belonged to them. Mind you, God has already promised you some things that belong to you. But because of your unbelief, can you imagine never seeing it? So it's not God that lied. If you don't see what God promised you, you have to evaluate yourself. Because God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of a man that he got to repent. The Bible says if he said it, he shall surely make it good. So if you're not seeing the promises in your lifetime, you got to ask yourself, what am I not doing to grab hold to what God already said was mine? He already said it was mine. Okay, so they died off. But God allowed Joshua and Caleb to be the only two that lived from that entire generation of children of Israel. Only two of them survived because they believed God. So now this is the same Joshua that is now the leader, the leader of the entire tribe of Israel. Y'all know my favorite scripture to go with confidence is when Joshua told, is when God told Joshua three times, I always say when the confidence is not there, because confidence is trust in your ability, self-confidence. Self-confidence and trust in yourself and your abilities. But when you know you don't know what you're able to do and you don't trust if you're capable of doing it, you have to put your confidence in God and you have to lead with courage, meaning do it anyway. So God told Joshua three times when he made him the leader, he said, only be thou strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Have not I commanded you to be strong and courageous? He never said be confident. I know I'm the confidence coach, but that's because I can't teach you courage. Courage, you got to be able to dive way deep on the inside of you and act in spite of fear. That's courage. So God himself never told Joshua to be confident because clearly you don't know what you're capable of. You've never done this before. So I need you to have courage. Be, put your confidence in me, but have courage in yourself. Have courage that you can do this because I said you can. Okay. So that, Joshua, is that enough context? Did I, did I give you enough context? Because our problem is we read scriptures and we ain't got no context of what we read it. We don't know who God was talking to. We don't even know who said it. We take a scripture. That's why it's hard to just read a scripture. We take a scripture and we run with it. But when you have an understanding of it, it helps you to stand under it when hard times come. Y'all didn't hear me. When you have an understanding of the word of God, you can now stand under Whatever attacks may come, 
You can stand on stand under the word because I understand what it's saying. Okay, 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 okay. All right. For the third time, we almost 15 minutes in. I promise you, once I give this one liner and this scripture, you ain't you don't you don't gotta hear nothing else from me. Joshua nine and verse four. <clears throat> okay. Do I wanna start at four? No, no. We gotta start at two. Nope. We're gonna have to start at one. We got to. We get, we only go into four. We got to well, we gonna all right. Listen, listen. Joshua nine and one. Now, when all the kings west of the Jordan heard about these things, the kings in the hill country, in the western foothills, I'm reading from the NIV version, but you know we're going to rock it with a little bit of DIV, which is the Destiny Inspire version, okay? The kings in the hill country, in the western foothills, and along the entire coast of the Mediterranean Sea, as far as Lebanon, the kings of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hizzites, and the Jebusites. That's a lot of ites. They came together. Y'all not listening to me. They came together to wage war against Joshua and Israel. Did y'all hear that? Y'all hear all these people that tried to come against Joshua and Israel? Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites. That is six kingdoms. They came together for one man and his army. They didn't attack him. They didn't try to attack separately. They came, well, well not, not attack, but listen, they came together, yeah, to wage war. But verse 3, I like 3, I like this word. However, somebody needs to say, the enemy tried to come against me, however. The enemy tried to attack my mind, my body, my finances, however. Somebody got a however testimony, and it ain't just me. However, when the people of Gibeon heard, see, Gibeon heard something else. Verse 1, it says, all these kings of the West heard about these things, but they came together to wage war against Joshua. Verse 3 says, however, when the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, Y'all remember the walls of Jericho came falling down? That same Joshua. It says they resorted to a ruse. What is a ruse? A treaty. Hey, Queen Vinoya, however, my God, my story is changing, baby. Hold on to that. They resorted to a ruse. What does a ruse mean? A treaty. So when they heard what Joshua had done, they said, we need to make a treaty. The other country said, okay, we just need to team up and wage war. Because they come for us next. But Gibeon said, nah, nah, that's crazy. We're going to go ahead and make peace with this man. They resorted to a ruse. They went as a delegation whose donkeys were loaded with worn out sacks and wineskins, old wineskins, cracked and mended. Y'all listen to this. Listen to this. I need you to listen closely. I'm going to break it down for you, but I need you to, I need you to hear this. They put on worn and patched sandals on their feet. They wore old clothes. I'm going to make it make sense for you. Just listen. They put on old clothes with patches. All the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. They took old and moldy bread. When they went to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal and said to him and the Israelites, we have come 
from a distant country make a treaty with us. In other words, they said, make peace with us, please. The Israelites said to the Hivites, but perhaps you live near us. So how can we make a treaty with you? Mind you, you make a treaty with people that are in distant countries. They said we're from a distant country. But the Israelites was like, mm, we think you, what if you live near us? They said, we are your servants. They said to Joshua. But Joshua asked, this is a question you got to ask in this season, y'all. Listen to me carefully. Joshua asked, who are you and where do you come from? In other words, baby, who sent you? They answered, your servants, mind you, they keep calling themselves his servants. Your servants have come from a very distant country. Listen, this is the key verse right here. <clears throat> your servants have come from a very distant country because, y'all listening, because of the fame of, of the Lord, your God, for we have heard reports of him, all that he did in Egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan and our elders and all of those living in our country said to us, take provisions for your journey, go and meet them and say to them, we are your servants. Make a treaty with us. So the Israelites sampled their provisions but did not inquire of the Lord. This is important. They did not ask God, do we need to make peace with them? But it says Joshua made a treaty of peace with them to let them live. And the leaders of the assembly ratified the oath. We about to skip down because we finna make it make sense. Joshua summoned the Gibeonites and said, why did you deceive us? Mind you, Joshua did not ask God or inquire of the Lord, should we make peace with them? He just said because they humbled themselves, we're going to make peace and we won't kill you. Why did you deceive us by saying we live a long way from you? While actually you live near us. You are now under a curse. You will never be released from service as woodcutters and carriers from the house of my God. Listen to what they answered. Joshua just cursed them for lying. But guess what they said? They answered, Joshua, your servants were clearly told how the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you whole land and to wipe out all of its inhabitants from before you. We feared for our lives because of you, and, and that is why we did this. We are now in your hands. Do whatever seems good and right to you. Do you not know that the enemies of Joshua would rather be cursed by Joshua than to be his enemy? Y'all not hearing me. The enemies of Joshua said we would rather be your slaves than to be your enemies. Do you know what, today of, what today's call is called? It's called fame from my enemies. Fame from my enemies. 
because verse 9 told us we came from a distant country because of the fame of the Lord your God. So it wasn't just that Joshua became famous. Fame of the God that they served spread throughout the entire land because God was a promise keeper. And they knew that your God is the true and living God, and he has promised you our land. So unless we make peace with you, unless we cease to be your enemy, we know that your God is going to wipe us out because of the fame that we've heard of him. So the call today is called the fame of fame from my enemies. God is about to make you famous because of your enemies. They're going to look and say, I tried to curse her myself. I tried to come against her. I tried to speak evil on her. I talked about her. I tried to bash her name. I said that her children were not going to make it. I said she was never going to be successful. But the fame of God, because every time someone came against her, every time it looked like she was out for the count, every time it looked like she was down, glory to God, hey, Queen Erica, every time it looked like she wasn't going to make it. I saw her suffering through depression this year. I saw her struggle in her finances. I saw sickness hit her body. But every time I turned around, the God that she served answered her by fire and always turned it around from her. There is going to be fame that is going to come to your name because of the Lord God is with you. People will not be able to deny, I don't like her. It's something about her. She get on my nerves. She talk too loud. She always running her fingers through her hair. She thinks she cute. But all I know is the God from fire always consumes every one of her enemies. All I know is I better make peace with her because God is fighting for her. And every time something comes against her, her God wipes it out. Y'all not trying to hear me this morning because the enemy thought that he was going to send his evil arrows and shut my mouth. I've never lost my voice this long in my life. I've never dealt with this this long in my life. But the enemy thought that he had one up on me. I'm serving the devil notice this morning at 623 on December 19, 2022, year of our Lord. That devil, you are defeated, and everything attached to you must be defeated. You cannot touch my body. You cannot touch my family. You cannot touch my finances. You cannot touch my education. You cannot touch my wealth. The weapon may be formed, but guess what, baby? It will never prosper. Do you know why the weapon cannot prosper? I don't think y'all understand. If Why do you think I tell you to read the Bible and not just take scripture that people tell you out of context? If you go and read where you find where it talks about no weapon formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against me in judgment shall be condemned. Do you know why it says that? I need you to read up one verse because you will read that the verse right before that said that my God created the instrument that was forged in the 
fire that the waster uses to destroy. Baby, my daddy made the weapons. So what makes you think that any weapon that you try to form against me shall prosper when my daddy has power over the weapon itself? Y'all not hearing me. Queen Sherry, what is up? Listen, y'all, y'all not hearing me. I'm excited. I'm excited because devil, guess what? I'm back. And somebody got a I'm back testimony. Somebody got the fame of my God testimony. Somebody got my enemies is going to make me famous because they talking about me, but all it's doing is drawing more people to me to see is she who she said she is. The enemy keeps trying to attack me, but all he's doing <clears throat> Is giving me a testimony. My enemy is making me famous because God is fighting for me. And every time the enemy fights against me, God is fighting for me. That's giving me more fame. But the fame is going back to God because I don't even want it. Oh, listen, y'all finna make me scream in this place right now. I come to encourage somebody that I don't care what you are going through. I don't care what enemy has been trying to attack your mind, your body, your your family, your finest baby. You better stand on your two feet, brush your shoulders off, and tell the enemy you ain't doing nothing but making my God famous because I've got covenant relationship with God. Do you? And I think I'm going to do a whole series on Joshua because God has given me so much. But do you know why Joshua conquered so many lands? Do you know why Joshua won so many battles? It's not by coincidence. Do you know why he won? It's because he was in covenant relationship with God and God is not a covenant breaker. So if God promised me, I don't care, come hell, come high water, come sickness, come infirmity, come, come layoff, come pandemic, I don't care. If God said it, he cannot lie. If God said it, I'm going to stand on it. So I don't care what the, the doctor report looks like. I don't care what the symptoms look like. Baby, my body is healed. Baby, I already told you sickness can't live in this body. And so the enemy thought he was going to call me on my bluff. The enemy thought that I was going to back down. But what do I tell y'all? I will not change my confession under pressure. I will not change my confession under pressure. I don't care what it looks like. Sickness, I serve you notice this day. You cannot hit my body and live. You must die. Why? Because I am in covenant relationship with God and he told me that he was beaten for my transgressions, bruised from my iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes I am healed. Baby, what you thought this was, a nursery rhyme? If God said it, baby, I'm standing on it. I don't care what the symptoms look like. I don't care how long it's happening. If my God made me a promise, he's a promise keeper. He ain't never failed me and he won't fail me now. So baby, you ain't doing nothing but making me famous. Are y'all hearing me? Let me be an example to you. If Coach Death can do it, if God can use her, I love it. Yes, Queen Erica. If God can use her, if she can pick herself up, brush herself off, and bounce back like ain't nothing ever happened, baby, I can bounce back too. God gave me the same bounce back anointing. He ain't no respecter of person, girl. What you thought? If you connected to this ministry, you connected to this movement, baby, God's giving you the same power. That's why all I do is talk faith. That's why all I do is pump faith into you. I don't care what it look like. I don't give a rat's tail what the enemy said. Let me tell you what God said about 
the situation. After you tell me in the natural, that's good. I need to know. But now I know how to be targeted in prayer. I know how to be a sniper. Okay, you said is this. This is what's going on. Bet. I'm going to get on my two knees and I'm going to go to prayer and I'm going to target this one thing. And just like a laying the, 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 the root of an axe to a tree to the tree falls, baby, I'm going to keep hitting it. And I'm going to keep hitting it in prayer. And I'm going to keep hitting it in prayer because I know it's already done. So as an act of my faith to tell God, I know you're going to move, I'm going to keep hitting it in prayer. I'm going to be targeted in prayer. I'm going to be, why y'all think when I ask y'all, I need a, I need a prayer target. Tell me what, what we praying about because now I can be sniper focused. See, when you're younger, or you know, when you were unskilled marksman, uh, you just be shooting. You just shooting at everything. No, baby. When you become a sniper, all they take is that one good shot, and you make that target because you got one target to hit. You got that one target. So, baby, when I go in prayer, I'm targeted in my prayer. I used to be, I used to be all day long. No, baby. I take one day, and if I spend 24 hours praying about the same thing, I ain't moving until I get a release in my spirit. And I've seen my prayers go farther, faster than they've ever been because now I'm sniper focused, baby. I'm a sniper with my prayers. I ain't backing down. I don't change my confession under pressure. In the Bible, it talks about a woman who kept worrying a king about her enemies. The Bible says this man did not fear God or man, meaning he didn't even respect God. He did not regard man, but she kept bothering him, and she kept bothering him. Mind you, Jesus uses this example about prayer. Jesus gives this example, and he talks about how the woman and kept bothering him about the same thing over and over and over until the king said, let me avenge this woman of her adversaries lest she weary me. And so that's why God told us when you go to prayer, Pray without ceasing. When you go into prayer, ask and it shall be given. So when you get a hold of something in prayer, I don't care how many times you have to pray it. You're not praying in fear. You're praying in faith to let God know, I know you're going to do it. And I'm not letting up until I see a manifestation of it. Too many of us, we quit too easy. We pray, we don't see it. Well, I pray and then nothing happened. Okay, keep praying until something happens. Because, baby, I ain't letting up. If it's sick with somebody, baby, I ain't letting up. If I got to anoint my body every day, you got to go. You can't live here. You ain't getting comfortable up in here. You cannot sit here and live. You cannot touch my body and live. You have to die. And I don't care how long you think you're going to take to die. Baby, you better believe you're going to die. Sometimes you might die quick. Sometimes it might take a little longer. But one way or another, you got to get up out of here because you don't belong here. You don't have no entries in here. And everything that you think you're doing against me, baby, you ain't doing nothing but making me famous because next that's going to be a testimony. It's going to be a testimony about how the God of destiny answered by fire. The God of destiny moved for her. The God of destiny turned everything around. Y'all not hearing me. Your enemies going to make you famous because every time they try to knock you down, and I'm not just talking about enemies in the form of people. I'm talking about people, places, things, ideas. I'm talking about sicknesses. I'm talking about financial troubles. I'm talking about I'm talking about trouble in your home, in your marriage, in your family. I'm talking about trouble where God promised you a child. God promised you a spouse. God promised you wealth. God promised you things. And the enemy has been trying to attack those very areas. The enemy is going to make you famous. But what you got to do is hold on to your faith. Hold on to the promises of God. Because God cannot lie. Three things I know about God. One, God cannot lie. Two, God cannot lie. Now, three, if ever I'm in doubt, refer back to one and two. God can't 
not lie. We was in church. I would say, stand to your feet. We going home. Holy Spirit, we thank you for this sacred space. Come on, I'm holding on. We thank you for this sacred safe space of sisterhood, God. God, we thank you, God, for speaking to your queens today, God. We thank you for moving on our hearts, God. God, we thank you, God, for entering into your gates with thanksgiving, God, and into your courts with praise, God. We thank you, God. We're grateful until we bless your name because you are God who cannot fail and you cannot lie, God. God, this day, God, we stand on the faith of God, the hope of God, and the word of God that he that promised it, baby, is well able to perform. So, God, we look for the performance that you're going to give us, God. You're going to perform that good thing that you promised us, God. You're going to perform, God, every promise in our life, God. Our job is to hold on in faith. Our job is to remove every negative thing from our environment. Our job is to get ourselves alone and start seeking your faith and to gather with a, with a company of women and men who believe God the way we believe God. So, God, we commit ourselves to you, God. God, forgive us for our fear, God. Forgive us for our lack of faith. Forgive Forgive us for turning to the left and to the right. Forgive us, God, to li- for listening to man. Forgive us, God, for not standing ten toes down and squaring up with the enemy, knowing that you've gone before us to fight for us. Forgive us for not worshiping you. Forgive us for not praising you. Forgive us for making our enemies famous instead of letting our enemies make us famous because of your name, God. So, God, right now, God, we call down the power of God on these queens, God. God, I pray, God, that you go into their minds, God. You go into their hearts, God. You go into their bodies. We speak healing in the name of Jesus. As you have healed me time and time again, God, God, I send healing right now, God. To everyone that would have the faith to believe it, to everyone that would stand on the word of God. God, you said, God, that all things are possible to him that believe, God. So that everyone who would believe you for healing, God, lay your hands on your body right now, wherever the sickness is, wherever the infirmity is, wherever the, 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 the ailment is right now, by the name, by the power of God, you said that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, we shall condemn, God. God, so every tongue of sickness, God, that tries to rise up against us, God. Every tongue of infirmity that tries to rise up against us. Every weapon of, of, of disease and sickness that tries to rise up against us. By the power of God, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. We burn you up in the name of Jesus. You said that healing is the children's bread. God, give us this day our daily bread, God. Give us the healing that belongs to us, God. You said by your stripes we are healed. You said you was beaten for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities, God. You said the chastisement of our peace was upon you, God. God, we stand on the word of God. We stand on the God that cannot fail, God. God, we are in covenant relationship with you, God. God, you desire to heal our bodies. You desire to heal our homes. You desire to heal our minds. You desire to move for us, God. God, you desire, God. You desire, God. So it is our desire that you heal us, God. Jeremiah 33 and 6 says, Behold, I will bring it to health and cure, and I will cure them and will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth, God. Psalms 41 and 3 said, the Lord will strengthen him upon his bed of languishing. You will make his bed and you will turn his bed from sickness. God, you said in Luke 8 and 50, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him and said, fear not, only believe and she shall be made whole. God, Psalms 30 and 2 said, oh Lord, my God, I cried unto thee and thou hast healed me, God. God, Psalms 107 and 19 says, then they
they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, God, right now we call down healing into the bodies of your queens, healing into their children, healing into their finances, healing into their minds, healing into their bodies. In the name of Jesus, we cast down every foul and unclean spirit of infirmity right now in the name of Jesus. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Satan, we cancel and nullify every evil contract and every evil diary that you have written about our lives. We rip it up in the name of Jesus. We break every evil altar right now in the name of Jesus that is trying to exalt itself against God. And God, we lay the altar of praise, the altar of burnt sacrifice, which is our heart and our spirit. This day, God, we thank you that the enemy is making us famous. He's bringing fame to the name of God. You said, if I be lifted up, I would draw all men unto me, God. You said, if the prince of this world would have known, he would have never crucified Jesus. God, had the enemy known that making sickness in our body, trouble in our home, had he known that it would only give us a greater prayer life, it would only give us a greater anointing, he would have never messed with us. If the enemy that shot them arrows at me knew that he was only going to strengthen the anointing in my life and strengthen the healing power in my life, he would have never put his nap the hands on me. But since he did, he's going to have more trouble out of me than he ever did. He's got more trouble out of a sick me than he'll ever have. And God, right now, we decree and declare healing on this call. The blood of Jesus on this call, God. No sickness, no death, no infirmity, no poverty can resist the power of God. You said all powers that be are ordained of God. So this day, we call it a finished work in the name of Jesus. And we walk in faith in the name of Jesus. God, the enemies of Joshua would rather be his slaves than to be his enemies. God, you're turning our enemies into our servants, God. God, they're serving us. They're only taking us higher. They're only taking us higher in you, God. So, God, we won't be afraid. We won't run from the enemy. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the living God? God, we won't be afraid. We won't praise our enemies. We won't give them credit for nothing, God, because you get all the glory. They're only making the name of the Lord greater because he's drawing more people to you, God. So, God, we thank you. We worship you, God. We honor your name, God. We bless your name, God. God, as we leave this call, God, but never your presence, God. God, I said angels to encamp around about every queen on this call, God, to cover her children in the blood of Jesus, to cover her home in the blood of Jesus, to cover her family in the blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. God, purge us of all iniquity, God. Cleanse us of sin, God. We repent, God, of everything seen and unseen, known and unknown, God. God, clean us up, God. Get it out of us, God. Renew, restore, and regenerate us, God. As we begin to walk into this new year, God, God, we're still standing on the promises that you made us this year, God. And moving into the new year, God, we thank you, God, that you're increasing the anointing in our life. You're increasing the glory in our life. You're increasing our prayer life. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. To the only only wise God be both majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. And the queens of God said, amen, amen, amen. Y'all, I'm excited. Why? Because I am. Because <clears throat> every day that God wakes me up, 
every day that I've got breath in my body, I'm giving the devil a run for his money. You better believe it. Baby, can't nothing keep me down with God on my side. I don't care what it is. Don't ever feel pity for destiny. You hear me? Baby, the God that answers by fire is always fighting for me. Baby, I'm always on the winning scene. So you need to know that you always on the winning scene. And we serve notice to every enemy. Go tell my enemy that they are in trouble because God has given me a covenant relationship. So every enemy must be destroyed. And every arrow that's been sent, baby, you better believe because it didn't prosper. That arrow got to turn right back around and come to you. So don't be surprised when you got to pray for certain people that did you wrong. Don't be surprised when you got to uh, speak blessings over people that spoke curses over you. Don't be surprised when God does what he says and make your enemies your footstool. Don't be surprised. Listen, we don't talk about haters like that, but listen, the enemy is real. And so the word is right. So don't be surprised. The test is going to be how do you handle it? The test is going to be how do you handle it? Now, here's one point that I have to bring out again. Remember when I said that Israel and Joshua did not inquire of the Lord before making this peace treaty. God still blessed them, but they didn't inquire of the Lord. They asked them, who are you and where did you come from? But because they didn't inquire of the Lord, they did not realize that the enemy was deceiving them to make peace with them. Watch out the enemy that tried to come back around you. Watch out the enemy that try to make peace with you and get back in your circle. Reconciliation does not require reentry. Oh, well, y'all don't like that. Y'all, I'm going to say it again. No, reconciliation does not require re-entry. I can forgive you. Wow, listen, I can forgive you. I can, I can, I can uh, 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 accept what you did, but it does not mean that I am obligated to give you access to re-entry to my life. So every enemy, let he, hear me and hear me well, the access. Hear me and hear me well. The reconciliation will never require reentry. You will never get that level of access to the anointing, to the glory again. Some of you are in relationships, and although God may allow you to reconcile and forgive and to love, he, he's telling you, you better not give them reentry to the anointing this time. You better not give reentry to the access of what I place on your life because they are are not called to benefit from the anointing and the glory that I placed inside of you. They have their chance and they dishonor the anointing. They do not get access again. So do with that as you will, because the enemy deceived Joshua and Israel and said, we're going to make peace with you, but we're going to have to lie to do it. We're going to have to be sneaky to do it. We need to make peace, but we're going to have to be sneaky to do it. The enemy does not have any new tricks. I don't care how much a person, yes, people may have grown, they may have changed, but you better seek God as far as re-entry, because some doors, once they're closed, you do not have to open them again. You're required to love everybody. You owe them love. You owe them love. That's what the Bible says. Oh, no man, nothing but to love them. You owe them love, but you do not owe them reentry into your life. Reconciliation does not require reentry. Seek God. That's it. Because where God is about to take you in this next season, you don't have time to be connected to the wrong people, places, things, or ideas. I don't care if it's a, a business or a job. If God has brought a separation, you better seek him to know if this is him coming back, knocking on your door. Joshua said, where have you come from and who sent you? But the problem is Joshua took their word for it instead of inquiring of the Lord to show me, reveal to me their hearts and their intentions. 
and the fact that they deceived Joshua to make peace with him. They de- your enemies still don't really, I think I did, Queen, and make sure. Your enemies still don't like you. Please understand me. I don't care how much they smile in your face. I don't care. Smile in your face all the time trying to take your place. The back. The, it's, it's recording. Listen, I don't care how much the enemy tries to come back into your life and buddy buddies with you and acting like everything is okay. The enemies were not really their friends. They needed their protection. Y'all thought, hearing me, and we're ending, but I need you to hear this. I don't want you to get so excited that you miss it. The enemy was still an enemy, but he would rather be a servant because he knew God was fighting for them. There are some people in your camp, some people in my camp, let's be honest. I ain't even going to flex with y'all like all the quiz be loving me. A lot of them be, be turning on me. A lot of them be fake. But I don't, I don't give them no credit because God gets the glory. I, don't, I can't phase me. You've got to take it up with God. But there are people in your camp and in your circle and in your, your environment that they only stick with you because they know God is taking you somewhere. It's not because they believe in you or they support you. It's only because they would rather not be an open, they'd rather be a secret friend than an open enemy. So you better have discernment in this season. Because where God is taking you, you cannot afford to let any ounce of nothing get in the mix. You cannot allow any ounce of anything in your life. Heard that word this morning, my spirit, to be careful about my enemies. Listen, it's real because God is about to elevate your life. And the light, let's be clear, the light attracts more than just good things. You always talk about the light just draws. The light attracts bugs, too, if you don't notice. Go outside at night around the light. There's bugs all over it. So your light, Jesus, listen, your light will attract bugs. Your light will attract the enemy. Your light will still make you a brighter target. So don't be deceived. I'm under no, no guise. I know people can change at any moment. That's why my faith and my confidence is in God, not anybody else. I serve my queens the way God has called me to, but my confidence is not in them. Because what a man may be today, he may not be that tomorrow. And the same people singing your praises will be preparing your arrows tomorrow. Be not deceived, though, because God is not mocked. And whatsoever a man soweth, he has to reap. So every arrow that you cast down, you return it to the sender. Not that we don't wish harm on our enemies, but the law of reciprocity is real. I send arrows back to where they came from because every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I am called to condemn. The Bible says you condemn that. You wait on God to know. I told you to use your mouth and condemn it. So let's be clear. Your enemies are making you famous, but don't let them fool you. They don't like you, but they know that God won't leave you. Oh, y'all not hear me. Your enemies don't like you. But they are aware that God won't leave you, so they'd rather stick with you. The Bible says, brethren, I wouldn't have you ignorant of the devices of Satan. There are two kinds of enemies. This is a whole other call. I probably should save this for Friday. I'm going to say this and I'm done. There are two kinds of enemies, the ones who will try to come back and the ones who will still try to attack. On Friday's call, we'll talk about the ones who will still try to attack, but there are enemies who will still try to come back and the ones who will try to attack. Long story short, they're all enemies. So you got to pray, and you got to use wisdom and discernment. 
Because when you are a good person, you have a good heart, you are, you're pure, you're genuine, the enemy will try to use that against you. And what was meant to be good, he will come and attack you and rob you of everything that God has given you. I'm done. The fame from my enemies. They're about to make you famous because everything that the enemy, and I'm not just talking about people, the enemy is the enemy because people aren't enemies. It's the spirit and operation behind them. That's why God says you owe every man love because it's not the person. It's the spirit that is an operation. So an enemy is the enemy, enemy of poverty, enemy of destruction, enemy of, of lack, enemy of sickness. That's the enemy. So whatever the enemy is, whatever, that enemy is about to make you famous if you stand on the word of God. And not that we want glory. We don't want the glory. I dare not take God's glory. The glory belongs to God. But I can't help it if everything that the enemy tries to send my way, I overcome. And so the word gets out that that is a child of God and her God answers by fire. So you better be careful, enemy, what you send to her. The enemy is waiting for a weakness, though. He's waiting for a weak spot. He's waiting for a moment to get in. Because if he can fill you with any ounce of doubt, you forfeit the promises. Because they all work by faith. you got to have faith to activate the promises. So the enemy says, if I can add doubt, if I can add the wrong people around her, if I can get her in the wrong environment, if, if I can isolate her. My mentor says isolation leads to intrusion. If I can isolate her and make her get away from the people that love her, away from community, I can whisper in her ear and tell her sweet nothings that she'll believe. And make her not stand on the promise and the covenant that God made with her that he can't break. I love y'all. I'm praying for you. This is Death Inspire and Manifest Monday. Tell the enemy I'm back. I love y'all. Thank y'all who've been praying for me. Thank y'all who've been fake praying but not really praying. That's all right. God got your number too. But I thank God for all of the queens that support the prayer call. Share this call with somebody. Listen, I'm still not on social media. So, if you got my direct number, text me. I'll send you the link. Um, my queen, Nashada, will be posting the link on Facebook, but that will probably be later, you know, once she gets her day started. Share this call with somebody, somebody who's sick, somebody who, you know, the enemy is fighting, somebody who, who the enemy is trying to get the ups on him in this season because we don't have time to faint. We too close, y'all. Y'all, we too close. We about to cross over into something. I don't think you understand. That's why I don't care what the enemy I know the enemy is trying to throw every arrow he can at me now. Do y'all understand what God is about to do in my life? I don't think y'all understand. The enemy even knows something is about to happen. Something is about to break. Pastor Mike said, and it's going to be big. It's still going to be big. Y'all don't understand. Y'all, that's why I don't get discouraged. I don't care what the enemy do. That is a confirmation that my calling is going to take off. That is confirmation that God is going to keep his covenant with me. So the enemy has to say we got to throw everything we can at her now because if she crosses over, if she gets through this, we're going to have a run for our money. It's going to be over. She's going to break every generational curse, not just in her bloodline, but in every queen that's connected to her. Every woman that is connected to her, they're going to have to benefit from the blessing on her life. Every queen that is in her community is going to have to benefit from the anointing on her life because from the head all the way down, the anointing has to flow. Oh, the Bible says the anointing fell from Aaron's beard all the way to the skirts. Every queen is going to have to fall. Hey, Queen R.C., thank you, Deb, for your fervor, your tenacity, your love, for your God is contagious. Oh, you're training snipers under you. I want to be just like you in the spirit. Not in the jello. I get it, Queen. 
You better see them. Y'all know I always tell my queens, my mentees, and my students, the goal is not to be like me. Baby, I need you to be better than me. I need you to take what I got now and now 10x that thing. I'm talking about 10x that thing, but I love it, and that is my goal. If I'm not a, a true leader, and I got a whole series on, on leadership God gave me during this time. Listen, December, God been speaking. Y'all better watch out. Y'all better, all I know is the enemy better watch out. God speaking, a true leader, the sign of a true leader, a true leader can duplicate more leaders. Not duplicate themselves, they can, but they can recreate more leaders. If you want a leader and you're not in this elite, I ain't going to leave, I ain't going to touch that because people already be mad at me. I ain't got the first church and pastors be mad at me like I'm taking members. I ain't no pastor. I told y'all that I'm not a pastor. Find your local assembly, pay your tithes, and just be your pastor. I'm only an instrument. I'm a mediator. I'm an intercessor. I'm a go. I'm a, a go between. Okay, I stand in the gap. Anyway, child, I love y'all. I'm praying for you. Walk in your power. Command your own, baby. You better believe we back for Girl Chat Wednesday and Say Friday. You know your queen. Your queen sis gonna be here for Mondays and Fridays. Y'all watch out. We're gonna be doing some Wednesdays too, as the Lord leads. But I love you. I'm praying for you. Share this call with somebody. This call was nothing but scripture and word. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the words of the Lord. These were not the words of Destiny Inspired, Destiny King Cannon, Destiny Irby, whatever you think you know me by. This was the word of the Lord. I am nothing but a vessel, an instrument. Never make me your God. Never make me your idol because I'm not paying the price for nobody. I ain't falling. I'm, I got some necessary falling I got to do on my own, but I ain't falling for nobody. I'm never your God. I'm never your idol. I am the vessel that you honor as an instrument of the of the God. God that you serve, that he placed in your life. So follow accordingly. I love you. I'm praying for you. The fame from my enemies. I, I feel like God slowed down time for us because I can't believe it ain't 7 o'clock yet. Ain't no way it's not 7. Anyway, there's more where this came from. God has spoken to me like never before again for this year we coming into and, and ending out this year. God has been speaking, okay? When I say I've been shut up in, in this month, Seeking God, that's not a game. That's not for attention. And I don't even tell social media what I'm doing. I just tell them I'm on a break. But because you are connected to me spiritually through this prayer call, I'm a little more open with you guys about what I'm doing because I want you to be able to follow the example and to know the keys and the secrets to the kingdom to getting breakthroughs and getting God to move for you. So this has been a, uh, and the enemy has tried to bring distractions, but this has been a month of intentional uninterruption with God. Intentional uninterruption, meaning even if the enemy does interrupt, I make a my business to destroy him. I make it my business to let him know you're not going to get me distracted, okay? So when I'm seeking God, I'm seeking on behalf of everybody that's connected to me. I pray over y'all. I pray over the names that I see on my social media. I pray over the women in my queen conclave. The women in my queen speaks. I call out your names. I pray for you. This ain't no social media thing to me. When I see certain people's names or faces pop up that I see support me heavy or rock with me or always messing me, you better believe I'm calling your name out in prayer. Just know that. This ain't a game to me. This ain't a popularity contest. This ain't a how many followers can I get. I don't care nothing about no followers. You better believe that. I don't care nothing about that because the same people following you in the day will be fit, fit, fit to throw arrows at you tomorrow. So I ain't about that life. I'm about whoever God has given me divine assignment. If I got five faithful people that God has assigned to me, you better believe them five people are going to ride up on the high place of the earth 
and be filled with the heritage of Jacob thy father, because the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Anyway, I love y'all. Y'all finna be to talk till seven. I'm not gonna do it. I love y'all. I'm praying for you. Walking your power. Command your room. This is destiny inspired and the queen council. Baby, we signing out. And when you get off this call, you better believe the enemy is mad. So make sure you have yourself girded up with the word of God. Don't let the enemy come and steal your peace. Don't let the enemy come and hit you with bad news and make you give up and make you forget everything you just heard. Do not let this word fall on stony ground and the Bible says the cares of life come and choke it out. Because he coming for you, sis. Just be clear, he coming for you. Don't act like he ain't coming. And don't act like the word of God is alive. No, that is validation and that is confirmation that the enemy know what's up. And he on your tracks. But he can't do nothing to stop you. The fame from my enemies. Death inspired a queen council. Baby, we signing out.